Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 31st. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find me at Casey Daniels 317. And you can find us both right now on YouTube if you'd like. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. Okay, so President Biden and Kevin McCarthy, they reached an agreement to suspend the debt ceiling and apparently... Prevent the nation from defaulting on our debt. But here, <laughs> tell Casey, tell. Well, tell. you know what? Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, yes. was saying, "Catastrophic! We're going to default by June 1st. Well, well rem- that's tomorrow. But remember, in the beginning, it was we may not even have enough money to make it to June 1st. Right? Oh, it, right. It, it's a it's an estimate, Casey. Right. And then once the day came, because this was in the spring. Remember when they initially there was a window where they claimed it was we're entering default or whatever and then they finally had to fess up and go okay it's june 1st Mm -hmm. and then they were like but that's not an exact date it could be sooner Mm -hmm. well was it sooner casey we we got an extension apparently because (laughs) now she's saying we could default by june 5th and then if they don't get this into congress and the senate pass it what it's going to be june 10th and then oh no panic Fourth of July, I swear this time. Okay, so here is my question. <laughs> uh, and, and again, I'm but a product of the public education system. So some Harvard, Ivy League, Menza, Rhodes Scholar, graduate, whatever is going to explain this to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can look down his nose, his or her nose at me and explain. We always have money coming into the Treasury, correct? Mm-hmm. So theoretically, if there were bills that had to be paid and you just didn't spend the money somewhere else, you would be able to keep paying the bills, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you actually wanted to pay the, quote, the nation's debt or, quote, the nation's obligations, even after whatever day that is, like, let's say, let's just, let's just use a real-world example here, and I realize this is not an exact science, but Casey. You have an automobile. Now, I know you drive some sort of brand-new Mercedes-esque luxury vehicle. It's a 2018, and you by paid, the way. I'm sure you paid cash for it, so this is not a – but just play along with me. Okay, yeah. I drive a brand-new Mercedes. Yeah, so sure let's say you got a notice from your lien holder mm-hmm. or whatever. You have until midnight to pay this loan payment – or we are going to come repossess your brand new Mercedes. <laughs> so you still have a paycheck coming in, mm-hmm. but yet you may not have enough for the paycheck to cover the Mercedes and the trip you planned to Michigan for the weekend. Well, if you just didn't take the money that you were going to spend on the trip to Michigan mm-hmm. and you said, I must pay my Mercedes car loan, then haven't you paid the Mercedes car loan, and you continue to function as a human being? Yes. What am I missing here? Well, in this scenario, I'm not very good with my money, am I? <laughs> oh, boy, bingo, spot on, hot dang. No, but, but here, again, it's all made up anyway. The nation, our government, has defaulted on us 
essentially 32 trillion times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Debt, printed money, is defaulting on the American people. And we do this every day. Well, the military-industrial complex is getting their money. That's something that's not being cut, even though we were told by... Jim Banks, yeah. and, and we're gonna we're gonna cut spending, yes. because that's what Republicans want to do. Meanwhile, Democrats want to keep spending more money. Now, now it, you mentioned Jim Banks, uh -huh. and in fairness, now he, again he went completely silent for about three day, two days. There, he did make a Memorial Day post, so that was Monday. So, other than that, though, basically three days of essential silence on the debt ceiling. And boy, old Jim. Now, you some people say, why are you so mean to Jim Banks? Because Jim Banks, I'll tell you why I'm mean to Jim Banks. And I, we, we got time. Can we go into this? Because I get this all the time. And Wait I know Jim me. and his people will hear it. And there's there's two reasons I'm mean to Jim Banks. Because, yes, in terms of voting, people like professional office hopper Aaron Houchin or former Keel Brothers oil executive Greg Pence, those people are probably infinitely worse than Jim Banks. Jim Banks' voting record, for the most part, other than one highly egregious decision, which we'll talk about in a second, is pretty much fine. And, the, and that's what he says. Jim Banks was supposed to be better, though. Jim Banks promised to be different. I used to I used to talk to Jim Banks quite a bit. He used to come on when I was a fill-in guy. We'd get Tony's show or whatever. We'd shoot the breeze. Super nice guy. Really got along with him. I was naive enough to actually believe that he was someone who was going to be different or better and numerous times went to bat for Jim Banks. So you know how I am, Casey, when people lie to me. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing you can't do to me is lie to me. You can vote different, and we'll disagree, and we can all still be friends, and fine, whatever. But Jim Banks was supposed to be different. And Jim Banks had an opportunity at the start of this year to change the history of this country. Because Jim Banks was the one guy when those 20-plus patriots were holding out on Kevin McCarthy. Why? Well, see debt ceiling legislation. They knew what was going on. Jim Banks, look, a Matt Gates or a Byron Donalds or a Lauren Boebert, they don't have gravitas. They're on an island by themselves, right? Chip Roy, yes, they're Rob Kendall favorites, but... They don't have the ability to pull troops with them. Jim Banks has the gravitas and the sway to bring people to a dance with him, to move people in his direction. And what's the saying, Casey? With much power comes great responsibility. Yes. And Jim Banks has been blessed. And to his credit, he has earned it. He's a he's a Good-looking guy. He's a dynamic speaker. He served in the military. Jim Banks has the power to alter legislation, to alter the way his colleagues vote. And so with that comes the responsibility to do what is right, not what is easy. And I know Jim Banks, and I know there's no possible way that in Jim Banks' heart, he looked at Kevin McCarthy and said, oh, yeah. That's where it's at, baby. Kevin's a conservative. He's a fighter. He's certainly the best guy we could possibly have to be Speaker of the House. Do you think it's possible that Jim Banks was fed a bill of goods on McCarthy and thought that... No, because Jim Banks is not a stupid person. Jim Banks is a very intelligent person. Jim Banks 
wants to be a U.S. senator. Why? Because he got his backside handed to him when he wanted to be Speaker of the House, when he wanted to be in the leaders, or not Speaker of the House, but the whip. He got his backside handed to him. Mm -hmm. He didn't get what he wanted, and he wants to be in power. He wants to elevate up the food chain. And so he learned his lesson real quick that the easiest way, because remember at this time, all the stuff was going on with Mitch Daniels maybe running for U.S. Senate here against him. And that was going to be an obliteration of Jim Banks. So Jim Banks recognized you don't dare. Look at what happened to Marlon Stutzman when he crossed Mitch McConnell in, in 2016. Mitch McConnell spent a gajillion dollars to get Todd Young elected to the U.S. Senate. Mitch McConnell is the reason Todd Young is a U.S. Senator. That and the fact that Todd Young didn't get those signatures and because he had Susan Brooks' husband as his attorney and may or may not have a, had a donor to his campaign on the election board, all those things playing together. But the overarching reason was Mitch McConnell said, we will make sure our guy is in a U.S. Senate seat. And Jim Banks said, I'm not crossing that. So you're saying that a possible Mitch Daniels run for senator is the reason that Jim Banks went with Mitch McConnell. I think Jim Banks recognized that the fastest way to get myself a primary com competitor, whether it was Mitch Daniels or whoever, and make life difficult for myself mm -hmm. is to get on the bad side of the establishment wing of the Republican yeah. Party. If I just keep my head down and my mouth shut, I'm going to be a senator. And gosh darn it, Casey, it did work out for him because he has no competition. Right. He kissed the ring finger. So the only recourse I have is this little bitty radio show. And yeah, you know, I mean, we go back and forth because the people at the state house say nobody's listening. Now, those people obviously are kind of in a world, some of them are in a world of a hurt on their own right now. But, you know, the people down at the state house, they tell us nobody's listening. The ratings show lots of people listen. But, you know, who knows? All I know is I show up to work here each day. I know you can kind of hear the station from Illinois to Ohio and all points in between. And so the only recourse I have when Jim Banks does the thing he knows is wrong and is supposed to be better and said he was going to be better is use this little platform mm -hmm. to remind people that he's no different than everybody else. Okay, and the problem that you have is that he voted for Kevin McCarthy for speaker 15 times. Over and over and over, and he told us what a great guy Kevin was, and Kevin was a fighter, and he was a conservative, and you can count on Kevin to do the right thing. Well, apparently he doesn't think he's a very good negotiator <laughs> because he has said that he is going to vote no on this bill. Let, Jason, can we hear that? What he had to say up, uh, to me. So I'm today. I'm going to vote against uh, this new deal. Uh, it, it falls way short of uh, of what I expected uh, and, and had hoped for to do something to send us back on a path to bring down the national debt, not to allow it to grow either, even further. Well, okay. So this is pretty big news. Just so we're clear here, Congressman, you're telling me you are going to vote no on this debt deal being presented by Biden and McCarthy. Yeah, I, I I can't vote for it. So uh, I I haven't I, I haven't uh, announced that yet until this morning on your show. But I'm, I'm not sure it's big news. I mean, I I have a consistent record of voting against raising the debt limit, and um, I had hoped that this moment of leverage um, would allow us to do something uh, significant to address the national debt, I, I, I just believe this uh, this agreement falls way short. So I don't know that anybody's surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I have a, my, my, I've been pretty consistent. Okay, so, so he's turning it around. He's doing the right thing now. No, the damage is already done, Casey. And by the way, that was on Whoa Whoa in Fort Wayne that he appeared this morning. Mm -hmm. The damage is already done. 
Jim Banks had the gravitas, and this is why. Again, people, I'm clearing it for everybody right now. Jim Banks had the gravitas and the pull that if during, and we talked about this on the air as it was happening in real time, if he'd have come out and said, I've seen enough here, even after he'd voted for the guy 10 times, I've seen enough here, this concession stuff is meaningless. Kevin McCarthy clearly doesn't have the consensus of the party. He's not a, the guy we need. I'm out of here. He could have brought probably 50 people with him and it would have ended, ended the chance of a speakership for Kevin McCarthy. We we are in this position. We as a country, we as a conservative, the conservative liberty-minded voters are stuck with Kevin McCarthy because people like Jim Banks didn't do the right thing. Okay. So he doesn't get to now go, oh, I'm so disappointed. Oh, I'm so let down. <laughs> no, you had a chance to actually do something about it and put somebody in there who would have done something about it and you abdicated that responsibility because you wanted to be a senator. All right. Well, now Kevin McCarthy is in the position where he's fighting the past, he's fighting the present, and he's fighting the future. Because now some people are saying that they want to ouster him over this. Will it happen? Well, I don't know if that will happen. But what I do know is happening Saturday is, Casey, there is a big event. <laughs> a big event coming up here at the State House. Yeah. I'm going to be there speaking, mm -hmm. and our next guest will be yes. there speaking. It's a rally for property taxes. We're trying to help you people. Donald Rainwater. He's going to join us next on 93 WIBC.